Welcome to Mother Miriam Live on the Station of the Cross Catholic Radio Network with live video streaming brought to you by LifeSite News and the Station of the Cross. Call Mother with your questions at 1-877-511-5483 or email her at mother at thestationofthecross.com. You can view the live stream on Facebook at Mother Miriam Live. Now, here's Mother Miriam. Good morning, beloved. Hello, dear family. I'm so happy to be with you. Um, There's so much happening here, and there's so much happening in the world. Um, All is well. All is well. All is well. How can you say that, Mother Miriam? What do you mean, all is well? Because God is on his throne, and we're on his side, and the, the better thing is that God is on our side, dear ones. He's going to do what he's going to do to purify his church and to bring others to himself while there is yet time, while it is yet day. And so we trust that God knows what he's about and what he's doing and to walk with him and to know you're in his will is simply the greatest freedom and blessing and peace on earth, no matter what goes around us. Well, how do you know you're in his will? Well, my theory, but it's not my theory, it's just how I put, nothing's original with me, nothing, nothing, nothing. It's just how I put them together so my mind can get them. When we want God's will above our own, no matter what our our will, our desire, maybe God's desire, he gives us the desires of our heart when we seek him above all things. And so um, things may not work out as we wish them or as we desire them or as we thought they would and all that. But if we want God's will above our own, and I can tell you that his will is my food, not know what it is. Uh, I don't have to know what it is, but it's better than mine. I'm a finite, sinful, um, stupid creature. That's what I am. And so God's will is, he's God, and his will is perfect. So if I'm disappointed that my plans don't work out, well, that's the suffering I cause myself because I should be thankful that my plans don't work out because his plans are better, much, much better. His plans will bring us peace and health, spiritual health, no matter what his will for us physically is. Um, If we want his will above our very breath with every cell in our body, then we say, thy will, not mine, be done. Then we're at peace. Does it mean we won't suffer? No, it doesn't mean that. God will allow great suffering for us. He certainly did for his son. But as long as we say, I trust in thee, Jesus, I trust in you. Jesus, I trust in you. Jesus, I trust in you. Because he's God. A little child can be all nervous about who knows what. But they're three years old, and they're already getting gray hair at three. Why are you getting gray hair? Because I have this, and my doll broke, and this happened, and the wheel came off my doll carriage, and and I'm out of milk, or whatever it is. But the parents are there. And if the little baby knows that, that his or her mother will never let her want for anything. 
she's just going to come to her mom with a problem, say, Mom, fix this, do that, tie my shoelace. And there's peace because mom's there. Mom makes everything better, everything better. Well, our Father in Heaven does that. So we come to him and we say, Father, help, 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 help. Papa, help. Dear Mother, help. Uh, Mother Mary, help. God is there. He wants his children to come to him. And if I say, well, I've asked you for help, but it's still in a difficult circumstance or it still hasn't happened. If I'm not at peace, it's because I want what I see my way. But if I want God's way, then I can rest because my way doesn't work out. It means God has something better. Maybe he's keeping me from danger. Maybe he's keeping me from failure. Maybe he has a much better doll in heaven for me or on earth for me. So we need to trust, beloved. God is the God who loves us and gave himself for us. He's never changed. He's the same yesterday, today, and forever. Will he who died for you on the cross, not with uh, that and his resurrection, give you all things pertaining to life and godliness? He certainly will. We can trust him, dear ones. But look at the state of the world. Help, how could God be in control? He is in control. We have shut him out of our lives, and he has let us have our way for a time to let us show us what happens when we have our way, when we don't want God. We have to see that. We have to experience that to know that we need him above all things. We need him for our very breath. And so we trust him. And we trust him if we are walking with him, blessed be his name, it's by his grace. And we trust him to bring fallen away Catholics back home through their suffering, through their want. We trust him to bring the whole world to their knees because that is usually the only way we call on God when we're in a real pit. Um, And so we, we love him for his grace, for his mercy, his knowledge, his perfect, perfect ways. So we have had concerning the coronavirus many, many questions. And uh, people are uh, upset because I've been talking about, even with me, uh, even with me, hmm, can you imagine that? Yes, I can. Um, Because I've been talking about uh, the evil of the coronavirus Uh, that it's being used to control the population with many lies, many things that are untested and unsafe. Um, People are dying from it. People are having severe allergic reactions from it. They're not tested. Uh, The the vaccines, everything is experimental at this stage. Really, we haven't had long enough to know. And... um, And again, we've been talking about their having been manufactured with aborted baby parts, aborted baby cells. And um, people are angry because they say, Mother Miriam, they're not all made with aborted baby cells. And I said, I have been saying, that's correct. But in order to make them, the testing is with aborted fetal cells. And I don't know a single vaccine that is free of that yet. So I was referred by a good caller to Children of God site, and it's COG, Children of God, COG4Life.org. And 
uh, I'm on, a, uh, on its website. That's COG, Children of God, COG for life.org slash guidance. And right on top, it says, are any COVID-19 vaccines available that are not tested or produced? Tested or produced using a cell line derived from an aborted child? The answer is as follows. No. For now, all vaccines for the COVID-19 virus being distributed are produced and or tested with cell lines that originated from an aborted child. Each person or family must make a prudential decision with an informed conscience and do what is best for you, your family, and your community. So I say all along, should we do evil that good may come? Do I free myself from a virus? Does a child die that I can be, that I can live or not get sick? No way. You say, but they're not made from abortal fetal cells. Well, but they're tested by them. But it's rather remote. Well, how do I, what, what's the difference if it's this morning or 50 years ago? A child has died that I may live. And so on that site, you can look up every single COG for life, children of God for life dot org slash forward slash guidance. And you can look up every single um, vaccine that's been made, Moderna, Pfizer, AstraZeneca, Johnson and Johnson. Um, and they and, and so they'll give you how they're made. And it says a COVID-19 vaccine that does not use aborted fetal cell lines in research or production is not expected to be available into the end, until the end of 2021 at the earliest. We're in 2021. So it is not expected that they will arrive at a uh, safe legitimate COVID-19 vaccine until the end of this year at the earliest. And um, they have a vaccine chart and it says, um, um, for now, all vaccines for the COVID-19 virus being distributed are produced and or tested with cell lines that originated from an aborted child. This is most unfortunate. However, this is not the fault of good people who are just trying to be safe, okay? The church has said that each person or slash family must make a prudential decision with an informed conscience and do what is best for you, your family, and your community. The moral duty to avoid such passive material cooperation is not obligatory if there is a grave danger, such as the otherwise uncontainable spread of a serious pathological agent, in this case, the pandemic spread of the SARS-CoV-2 virus that causes COVID-19. Okay, dear ones, there's the music for our first break. We'll continue with this after the first break and you are welcome to call in with anything at all on your heart concerning this subject or any other toll free 
1-877-511-5483 or email at mother at the station of the cross.com. LifeSite News is an international news agency devoted to defending life and family and restoring Christian culture. We aim to educate and activate our readers with the information they need to fight the most crucial battles of our day in their churches, workplaces, and families. Our motto is Caritas in Veritate, love in truth. We firmly believe that promoting the truth is an act of love, however hard it is to hear. Over the last 20 years, we have built a reputation for uncompromising reporting, no matter the cost. LifeSite News is by far the most popular pro-life website on the internet, with over 40 million unique users every year and growing. Check us out at LifeSiteNews.com. Catholic Radio Mobile app is two apps in one. Your place to hear great Catholic programs and music. Here's what listeners are saying about the updated iCatholic Radio mobile app. Through the iCatholic Radio app, I have listened to the sermons and teachings several times. The effect has been a deeper understanding of my faith and Catholic tradition. This app has truly been a blessing in my life and has increased my faith. With the new app, you can choose to listen to our programs like Mother Miriam Live or The Catholic Current whenever you like. But you can also switch over to the best in contemporary music by Catholic artists. We even bring you hours of Gregorian chant every Sunday morning. If you do not currently have our app, download it to your iPhone through the Apple Store or to your Android phone by going to Google Play and searching iCatholic Radio. The updated iCatholic Radio mobile app, your one stop for great Catholic programs and music. Welcome to Mother Miriam Live on the Station of the Cross Catholic Radio Network with live video streaming brought to you by LifeSite News and the Station of the Cross. Call Mother with your questions at 1-877-511-5483 or email her at mother at thestationofthecross.com. Welcome back, beloved, to Mother Miriam Live. I'm so happy to be with you um, and uh, with you live. We needed to run uh, two encores at the end of last week because we were on a trip uh, overnight uh, to continue to secure um, papers for the house and all of that. And all is well, dear ones. Um, and right now, we are focusing uh, today on uh, trying to clarify. We've had many requests to clarify the situation with the COVID vaccine because I've been talking about the vaccines either being made or tested from aborted fetal cells. And a number of people have been upset um, because they say that's all you're talking about. You're not talking about any vaccines that are safe. Um, Would you please clarify that, Mother? So... Um, we've been referred, a good a gentleman called in, referred us uh, last week to the Children of God for Life uh, website, Children of God for Life. And the URL, the web address is COG, stands for Children of Life, uh, Children of God, C for Cat, C for Children, what's my problem? Um, cats for God, no, Children uh, um, uh, of God for Life. So C for Children, O G. 
for life, F-O-R-L-I-F-E dot org forward slash guidance. And it says, I'll just reread the last a few sentences. For now, <clears throat> all vaccines for the COVID-19 virus being distributed are produced and or tested with cell lines that originated from an aborted child. This is most unfortunate. However, this is not the fault of good people who are just trying to be safe. The church has said that each person or family must make a prudential decision with an informed conscience and do what is best for you, your family, and your community. The moral duty... This is a note from the Congregation of the Doctrine of the Faith. The moral duty to avoid such passive material cooperation is not obligatory if there is a grave danger, such as the otherwise uncontainable spread of a serious pathological agent, in this case, the pandemic spread of the SARS-CoV-2 virus that causes COVID-19, end quote. We are obliged then uh, to avoid, listen to this, we are obliged then to avoid using vaccines that rely on aborted fetal cell lines unless we are in grave danger. The church says we have a moral duty, in quotes, we have a moral duty to avoid cooperation in evil, however remote, as the default condition it is the only morally it is only morally permissible to get the vaccine if you need it either way we are all also supposed to work to change the culture um, uh, to change the culture that got us back into this corner we all have an obligation to effectively oppose the use of aborted children in biomedical research. That is the mission of Children of God for Life. We will update as more vaccines become available. And as I mentioned before the break, they list uh, four vaccines that you can click on and they will give you all the information. Moderna, Pfizer, AstraZeneca, Johnson & Johnson. And again, if the vaccines are not made with aborted fetal cells, they are tested with aborted fetal cells and continue to be, a te- not once, but they continue for quality control to be attested, to be tested with aborted fetal cells. So there is not a single vaccine so far that does not use the cells from an aborted, i.e. murdered child. Um, And I listened to something over um, uh, the weekend that said that in order for the cells to be viable, um, they have to be um, uh, taken within five minutes, used within five minutes of that child's death. So they've eliminated miscarriages and all of that. This is deliberate abortive measures so um, again the church says uh, the church allows um, in a very grave uh, situation um, we have a moral duty to avoid cooperation evil however remote 
100 years ago makes no difference as the default, default condition. In grave situations, the church says it's acceptable to use. Um, it's never acceptable to abort a child, but it's acceptable to use uh, fetal tissue from an already aborted child in a very grave, grave situation, uh, such as needed to save the life of somebody. Um, I want to tell you, um, I uh, I will not disagree with the church's teaching ever, but I will tell you that um, it is not right that a child be murdered that I might live. And so... Um, uh, the same thing with a pregnant woman where the doctor says you need to abort your child because your own life is at stake. Is it, is it moral for us to take the life of that child to save the life of the mother? It is not. It is never moral to do evil that good may come. That's why we have saints such as a Saint Gianna Mola who gave her a doctor pregnant who gave her life. Uh, that her child may live and died and is a saint today and is patron saint of, of pregnant women. Um, why should a child be killed that I might live? How am I to say that my life is more valuable than that child's? But, well, mother, come on, you're already an adult and you can do good things for the church. The, church, the, vi- the baby wouldn't survive on its own. I mean, come on. Um, how do you know that that baby wouldn't be the next pope or the next Einstein or the garbage collector? What's the difference? God is in, life is in God's hands. We have no power to take over his role. He determines when people are born. He determines when they die, not us, not us. It is not in our power ever to put someone to death, ever, ever, ever. So, dear ones, um, if you, again, if the church says in dire physical conditions uh, it is moral uh, to take the vaccine because we are passive in the original crime of murdering that child, um, I, I can't say the church is wrong. I wouldn't dare do that. But I can say, I will not accept the murder of a child in order that I may live. No, I will not. If God wants me to live, I will live without um, taking um, the life of that child or having benefited from the life of that child. Now, there are people who know that somebody needs a lung, somebody needs a liver, somebody needs a kidney, and we have a an opportunity to say, when I die, I want to uh, donate these certain organs to people who need them, who have do- who in order to live. No problem. That's that's justifiable. So if I say I want to donate my liver to someone who needs a liver, then they know immediately. They may not put me to death to do that. That's murder. But the moment I die, they can't do it while I'm alive. The moment I die. It happens, they need to be on it right away so it's still viable. That's not a problem. That's not a problem. But it is a problem to murder in order that someone else may live. So, dear ones, um, I know there are many um, uh, questions on this, and the, the website 
um, childrenofgodforlife.org has um, tremendous categories here. They were they were founded for this reason, for this very reason. You can sign up. You can get their latest news, latest discoveries. Um, they've got uh, categories for the COVID-19. Uh, they have other vaccines, fetal and stem cell research, uh, how we can help, all of that. So I, I would urge you to go to that site. Um, and again, um, uh, we're coming up against a second break, um, uh, uh, and you are welcome to call in toll-free, uh, 1-877-511-5483, or email at mother at thestationofthecross.com. Um, and I will, um, maybe, I think the Station of the Cross has uh, either put up on our site or on Facebook site, um, at least I would hope they would, um, if they're able to, uh, the website, uh, childrenofgodforlife.org. Um, and the link has been put up, uh, posted on the Facebook page. So um, Facebook and YouTube, all right, Mother Miriam Live, Facebook and YouTube, station, the Station of the Cross. Some people don't find it because they put in Station of the Cross. The name of the radio station is The Station of the Cross. I think that's fantastically clever. The Station of the Cross. It's just wonderful. Um, so that link is posted both on Facebook and YouTube. And dearest, dearest family, the other link that has been posted is the lifefunder.com that LifeSite News has posted to help us to purchase this house. And it the way to get there is www.lifefunder, one word, um, L-I-F-E-F-U-N-D-E-R.com forward slash D for David, D-O-M-M-O-I-H, which stands for Daughters of Mary, Mother of Israel's Hope. And it's on the screen right now, lifefunder.com forward slash, and they've got it all caps, D for David, O-M-M-O-I-H. You have all been so generous in enabling us. Uh, The goal is 200,000 to purchase this house. We just got the inspection report and... um, we're going to have to spend, it's an older house, and as anybody would um, imagine from an older house, it's going to cost us a, a little small bundle to fix it up, and to um, we need um, mold reports and radon reports, and there are things that that are urgent to be taken care of before we can move in, so so we think we, we're going to add another 50000 on that for this two-story, four-bedroom house. So um, it, anyone that wishes to help and can, um, they could uh, click the links that are on our screen, um, and um, or go to the the uh, Facebook page. I love you all. God never uh, he supplies our every need, and what God doesn't want, we don't want. That's how we stay at peace, dear ones. God bless you. We'll be right back after the break. Call in toll free one eight seven seven. or email at mother at thestationofthecross.com We'll be right back, dear ones.
We stand at a crossroads in history. We can stand up for life, family, and a Christian culture, or we can stand idly by while the fabric of society becomes fundamentally anti-life, anti-family, and anti-Christian, slowly leading to its own demise. LifeSite News is the leading defender of life, family, and Christian culture. Through our news reporting, we seek to educate readers with information and zeal. They need to fight the most crucial battles of our day, and we need your help to continue that mission. You can support LifeSite News by following our social media pages on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Another way to support LifeSite is to prayerfully consider becoming a Sustained Life monthly donor to help us continue to save lives in the culture. To donate, visit give.lifesitenews.com forward slash sustained life. Our staff of over 40 and millions of future generations, thank you for helping to save the culture. Hello, beloved. This is Mother Miriam, host of Mother Miriam Live. Like the Catholic Current and the many other programs that originate from the Station of the Cross, Divine Mercy in My Soul is all about the messages that Jesus revealed to St. Faustina. It is aired every Sunday morning at 11 Eastern and Tuesday nights at 8 p.m. Or you can listen anytime to Divine Mercy in My Soul on the iCatholic Radio mobile app. Praise be to Jesus. Hi, this is Joe McLean, host of the Catholic Drive Time Morning Show, joining you on the Station of the Cross Catholic Radio Network each weekday morning at 7 a.m. We'll keep you informed and inspired with insightful guests and breaking news stories of the day. That's the Catholic Drive Time, weekday morning, 7 a.m. on the Station of the Cross and the iCatholic Radio app. We'll see you then. May God love you. Welcome to Mother Miriam Live on the Station of the Cross Catholic Radio Network with live video streaming brought to you by LifeSite News and the Station of the Cross. Call Mother with your questions at 1-877-511-5483 or email her at mother at thestationofthecross.com. Welcome back, dear ones, to Mother Miriam Live. This is our half hour together for your calls, your texts, your emails, um, and and uh, just call in toll free one eight seven seven five one one five four eight three or email at mother at the station of the cross dot uh, com. Is that right? dot com dot org mother of this mother at the station of the cross dot com. Yes, yes, yes. I often forget. Um, now, we have, um, I have an email from uh, a gentleman, and he writes this, Dear Mother Miriam, regarding the vaccine, <clears throat> I received both injections of the Pfizer formula this month, rather than risk catching the virus and passing it on to the other elderly in the independent living institution where I reside. We have had a 25% rate of positive tests among our residents and one death so far. I argued this in my head for a long time. And when the vaccine was offered here site-wide, I accepted. I now regret receiving the vaccine for a variety of reasons, including now announced possible ineffectiveness. 
I did downplay the abortion-related evils of the vaccine's development back 30 to 50 years ago. I felt caught between two evil results in accepting or not accepting the vaccine. I do not know if I am guilty of mortal sin in any of this, but will seek out a priest for advice. Dear one, you certainly can seek out a priest for advice, but uh, from my heart, from my thoughts, uh, you are not guilty of mortal sin. You are absolutely not guilty of mortal sin. Uh, when you took it, you were not convinced at all, um, and um, it, your confusion was understandable. Anybody's confusion is understandable. It is not mortal sin to receive COVID-19 vaccine. It is not. I wish nobody would take it for a lot of reasons, not just moral, but health reasons. Um, there's been many, many problems uh, associated with it and deaths and severe reactions connected with it. Um, people that are perfectly healthy and die within a few days of taking it, it, it it's just new and hasn't been sufficiently tested. So there's quite a bit of danger in taking it, but... Uh, you are not guilty of mortal sin. Absolutely not. And he goes on to say COVID-19 even makes that difficult along with the Vatican II-induced shortage of religious. The church statements regarding this from the Pope and a myriad of other clergy have been confusing and not helpful. I agree with you, Chris. The clergy scandals do, in, do not inspire confidence either. You're absolutely correct. Um, uh, I don't believe you're in mortal sin. I don't even believe you're in venial sin, Chris. Not with the information you had and the pressure involved uh, in your assisted living situation. I don't believe it's sin at all in your case. Um, I do believe that there is sin involved in the making and the testing of the vaccine. But those who take it uh, God alone knows the culpability, and I will not say it's sin on anybody's part, uh, at, not even venial. Um, I, I think no one should take it. I believe that. That's me. But again, the church says in severe um, material cooperation with evil is um, uh, acceptable... Uh, in gravely in grave situations of need where it might save the life of someone. So that is, at that stage, the church permits it, but it's our individual choice. So I do not believe at any stage that it's sin. God is the only one that knows the heart and can uh, keep us accountable. I, I just don't believe that you need to confess it at all. If you weren't sure and you feel you should have had a little more accountability in that, you can confess that. That's, that's uh, uh, natural and, and perfectly okay, but I don't think you're guilty. Um, okay, we are going to go to an email um, from Peggy, who writes, Dear Mother Miriam, I am new to your videos. I have just recently begun reading the Bible. Good for you, Peggy. Blessed be God. I'm wondering why God is allowing evil to prevail. I feel very sad and disheartened over the fact that many involved in the election did wrongdoing 
and are allowed to go on while a man like Trump, who stood for more, is being crushed by evil. Will God intervene before it's too late? I pray every day. Thanks, Peggy. Peggy, God did intervene before it was too late. He did intervene. He sent his son. He took on flesh, you know this, from the Virgin Mary. And he grew up as a man among us and died on the cross, 100% man. And he was 100% God. He never gave up his godhood. He never ceased being God. And he died for the sin that separated us from God before it was too late. And the only way to be saved eternally is to put our trust in him and to enter his church, the Catholic Church, and to uh, repent, receive forgiveness, and be on our way to heaven. That is the plan. And God did intervene with that before it's too late. He will not, he did not make us robots. Um, He gave us free will. And uh, he doesn't interfere with that. He does everything possible, including putting his own son to death in order that we could go to heaven. Um, And we have a choice. Adam and Eve turned from him in the garden, and he provided the remedy that we uh, will not be in hell, which was made for the angels, the fallen angels, not for human beings. But human beings will be in hell with the fallen angels unless they turn and repent. Uh, That's the only way of salvation. Um, uh, Peggy, dear one, and if you're reading the Bible, if you start in Genesis, you will see how Adam and Eve turned from God. They didn't sin because they ate the apple. They did. We don't even know if it was an apple. But the fact is, they turned from God and said, I'll do it my way. Um, Satan tempted them and said, God doesn't want you to be like him. Well, of course he does. He made us. Uh, to be like him. He made us to be conformed to the image of his son. He said that we shall one day please God awaken his likeness. Yes, that's the whole process of sanctification, that we would be like God. So what was Satan's temptation? He wanted to tempt them to do it their way, not God's way, to be like God without God, to grab it before God's time and not in God's way, but in their own Uh, That's what Satan tempted Jesus in the wilderness. We're coming to Lent. Uh, You know, turn these stones into bread. You're God. You can do what you want. Was Jesus hungry? He fasted for 40 days. Of course he was hungry. He was 100% human as well as 100% God. Of course he was. He could have turned the stones into bread. Was he tempted? Truly, yes, he was. Tempted, the writer of the Hebrews says, in all things as we yet without sin. Of course he was tempted. But... He said, thou shalt not tempt uh, the Lord thy God. A man does not live on bread alone. And he would not give in to Satan's temptation because Satan tempted Christ in the wilderness with the same three temptations that he gave, the the lust of the flesh, the eyes, and the um, pride of life. Same three temptations that he gave to Adam and Eve in the wilderness. He gave to Jesus in Uh, Adam and Eve in the garden, he gave to Jesus in the wilderness. In those three same temptations, I'm not talking, I'm talking too fast. The three same temptations he gives to us. 
the lust of the flesh, um, the pride of life, and the um, um, the lust of the eyes as well. Is that did I miss one? Um, I, I, I think I got mixed up. Same thing, same thing, beloved. Same thing. And when we give in, we say we want what God has for us. Satan tempts us with legitimate things. Why shouldn't we have that? Why shouldn't we have a child of God? Why should I start? Come on. No, no, no. That's right. I can take it. Yes, you can. But you'll turn from God. I always say Frank Sinatra uh, didn't invent the words. I'll I'll do it. I did it my way. He just put music to it. That's what Adam and Eve did. They turned from God to do it their way. They wanted what God had for them immediately and in their way. They lost it all. And that's what we do when we sin. So, dearest Peggy, um, um, God is perfect in his ways. He does intervene. He did intervene by sending his son. And will he intervene with the evil now concerning uh, our new president who has committed enormous evils at breakneck's breakneck speed since the day he was put into office. Enormous evil, reversing everything Trump did and sentencing millions of babies to death in their mother's womb. All of that. It's total evil. And if you read Romans chapter 1, you will see what mankind is capable of apart from the Spirit of God, who, God said, will not always strive with man. Um, that's the answer, dear Peggy. So the answer for us is to totally give ourselves to God and be his instrument of grace and love and salvation in the world. How? As I say a million times, by living as if it's true, we are in such evil days that we don't have to do anything extraordinary. We simply need to live as if it is true. Everything we do Everything we say, everything we don't do, everything we don't say, we live the gospel, and we will stand out. And if people say, are you a religious fanatic? You say, well, I believe it all. If I'm a fanatic, so be it. If I need a crutch, blessed be the divine crutch. Yes, there is a God. Yes, he loves you. Yes, he died for you. Yes, if you don't repent and give your life to him, there is a hell, and you will be there. You need to turn and ask God for salvation. So that's the gospel message. We have a call from Valerie from Virginia. Hello, Valerie. Good morning, Mother. How are you? Oh, I'm wonderful, Valerie. How about yourself? I'm doing wonderful, too. Good, good, (laughs) good, good. Um, I I have two questions. First, I wanted to um, thank you for bringing the habit back to the floor. That was one of the things that drew me to you. Oh, blessed be God. I'm I'm such a happy camper, Valerie. I could sleep and shower in this habit if it were practical. I'm I'm oh. I'm just I'm so privileged to get to wear it. Thank you. I think it's wonderful. <clears throat> Thank you for that. Thank um, you. Is and I wondered if there is a um an FSSP parish that you are able to attend in, you know, in your new home. And my second question is when you were talking last week about the the unintentional cooperation with evil that we do on a daily yes. basis, yes, um, I, I I wondered if can can we offer that up 
in our morning offering? I mean, would that be a good idea to offer our cooperation that we don't even know in a morning offering as kind of a suffering that we endure? I think so. Uh, it's, it's as a suffering for our sins in an attitude of repentance. I absolutely think so. I I think so. In fact, um, in in Israel's economy, uh, the high priest on Yom Kippur, the Day of Atonement, um, offered animal sacrifices only for the unintentional sins of the entire nation. For individual sins, they had to come with individual sacrifices. And they were for the unintentional sins of the entire nation. So hold on, and I want to get back to the uh, SSP Parish right after the break, Valerie. We'll be right back. The future of the family is grim. As Our Lady of Fatima said, the final battle will be for the family. It truly seems as though we're in the heat of this final battle and we need your help. Our mission at LifeSite News is to educate and activate readers with the information they need to defend life and the family and restore Christian culture. We are currently the most popular pro-life website on the internet with over 40 million unique users every year. And we've been experiencing an even bigger reach than ever this year. But we need your help to reach more of the 7.7 billion people on earth if we are to truly succeed in changing the culture. Please consider donating to help our mission of promoting the culture of life and fearless defenders of the faith like Mother Miriam. Visit give.lifesite.news.com to give today. Thank you for your support. Each weekday from 10 to 11 a.m. Eastern, the Station of the Cross brings you Mother Miriam Live. Mother Miriam is a Catholic nun on a mission to bring Jesus and a message of hope to a world that has lost its way. Hello, beloved. This is Mother Miriam, and I am thrilled to welcome you to Mother Miriam Live. As always, you're going to be able to call, text, or email whatever your questions are. Through a partnership between the Station of the Cross and LifeSite News, you will be able to listen and watch Mother Miriam live on YouTube and Facebook at the Station of the Cross, including past episodes on podcasts. God bless you. Listen on your local Station of the Cross affiliate and our free iCatholic Radio mobile app, or watch the Mother Miriam live video stream on Facebook and YouTube by searching the Station of the Cross. That's Mother Miriam live each weekday from 10 to 11 a.m. Eastern on the Station of the Cross. Welcome to Mother Miriam Live on the Station of the Cross Catholic Radio Network with live video streaming brought to you by LifeSite News and the Station of the Cross. Call Mother with your questions at 1-877-511-5483 or email her at mother at thestationofthecross.com. Welcome back, beloved, to Mother Miriam Live. This is our last segment together. I never like arriving at this time because it means we have 10 minutes left, a little more than 10 minutes. But you are still, we're on the line with Valerie um, from Virginia. You're still welcome to call in. There is time in our lives, uh, lives 
how do you say that word? Lines are open. one 877 5483 or email at mother at the station of the Are you still there, Valerie? Yes, I am, Mother. Okay, dear and, one. And about thank you for explaining about the um, offering it up because I, I have yeah. to tell you, it sorrows my heart so much to know that I may offend Our Lady and Our Lord by things that I do that I don't even know that I do. <laughs> yes. You know what? Um, God bless you for your sensitive heart, Valerie, and your heart of love for God. The only way we begin to know those things, I said to a priest once, um, uh, I don't even remember when it was, some years ago, I said, you know, I, 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 I know I sin every day, I know I'm a sinner, um, but I don't remember them, I can't think of what they are. And he said to me, I never forgot it, he said, the more we love God, the more he shows us our sins. So, dear Valerie, <laughs> the only reason you can even realize that uh, unintentional sins that you know you do and you don't know what they are um, is because you love him and he's made you sensitive to that. Uh, and every confession we say and all the other sins that I'm not aware of and we're truly absolved from them. But yes, um, unintentional sin, we all do it. Sin is sin regardless of whether we know it or not. But uh, our, uh, the degree to which it is accounted to us is um, the degree to which we are, um, again, aware of it and accountable, which God alone knows the heart. So it's very wonderful what you just brought up, Valerie. As far as an FSSP parish, I wish there were. In um, uh, Tulsa, we did attend... um, uh, I'll, I'll give you the name in case anybody is in t- the Tulsa area and wants an extraordinary form parish. <clears throat> it's the uh, Most Precious Blood Parish. Most Precious Blood Parish in Tulsa, Oklahoma, with what I think is a most extraordinary, wonderful uh, priest, Father uh, Define, D-E-F-I-N-E. Um, and here in uh, Beloit, there is not such a one. Um we have the there's only one church in Beloit. It's Saint John the Baptist. It is a gorgeous, beautiful parish, old, gorgeous parish, with a magnificent congregation, if I could use that word, magnificent family of Catholic families, very faithful, Orthodox, homeschooling, large families. It's just remarkable. It is a Novus Ordo Mass with a just the most beautiful priest, one of the most beautiful, faithful priests I have met. And um, he's, he celebrates an extremely reverent Novus Ordo Mass, with a, and he has a true appreciation for the Latin Mass and for reverence. Uh, he's fairly new to the parish, and he's doing everything possible to increase the reverence there, but the Mass itself is extremely beautiful. So um, I think, you know, in time we may have the Latin Mass, but at the moment, at the moment we don't. Um, uh, I think there's a Latin Mass in the diocese, which is the Diocese of Salina, on Saturdays. Um, But we're working toward that. And um, with a good priest and a reverent Novus Ordo, um, we're very encouraged. So, oh, um, I'm happy to hear that. I yeah, thought about thanks. you when yeah. when I, I I looked online at the at the parish and I saw that they, you know, that 
that uh, maybe it's an old thing that they um, allowed women on the altar and everything to read and you know, girl altar boys, as Michael Boris would call them. Yeah, um, yeah. You know, and well, I, it sorrowed my heart because I thought, oh, mother, do they not have an FSSP parish for you? <laughs> uh, and what you've seen is still the case. Um, but again, there's a new priest who um, uh, would um, agree with you. And, and um, but, you know, uh, Jesus came into a world that was deep in sin and uh, didn't destroy us. He came um, not so much to change the way we do things, but to change our hearts and to bring us to God. And that's what this priest is doing in this parish. He's a beautiful, holy man of God. And there are female altar servers, not too many, and there are female uh, readers. And um, uh, I think this priest is um, Jesus among us, uh, not destroying things, but building them and teaching. Oh, that's wonderful, Mother. And it is wonderful. Blessed be God, you are there for a reason. Yeah, we so, believe that. God God yes. is perfect in all his ways, Valerie. Yes, he is. So um, yes, he is. We, the people of the parish uh, just couldn't be better. We love them. So God bless you, dear one, and um, um, make you his beautiful witness in the world, which I don't doubt you already are. God Thank bless you, you dear Mother. one. Thank You're you, welcome, and God bless honey. you and your order as well. Thank you very much, Valerie. Um, we have an email from Emmy, E-M-M-E, who says, Hello, Mother Miriam. Our three children attend a local Catholic school, which has a school auction every year to raise funds for improvement in technology, security, and other needs. Last year, I was asked to secure donations from local businesses, which proved to be very time-consuming and difficult task. I managed to complete the job, but it was hard for me to ask our community's businesses to give, and I felt like I was asking for a personal favor from them. This year, they have asked me to do the same job. I am dreading the thought of asking small businesses to give again. Um, especially in these times, knowing the price I paid personally last year in time and effort outside my normal family duties. My question is, knowing that the school needs funding, is this a sacrifice I should be willing to make, or how do I say no? I am conflicted. Thank you for your wisdom, Emmy. Emmy, we have about a minute to the closing music, and I'm going to say this to you. There is absolutely nothing wrong with asking local businesses to give to a fundraising project for the church because every individual in those local businesses um, needs to give to God, needs to give for the support of the church, every one of them. If any one of them uh, moans about it, then they should not give. So the issue is, um, just if you watch the the film, A Time for Miracles, of uh, Elizabeth Ann Seton, when she started her order, she went personally to every single business, bakeries and stonemasons and every single one, to ask if they wanted to contribute to the local church. And they either said yes, and they were happy that they could be of service to God, or they shook their head no, and that's the end of it. So... Um, that's the way it should be throughout all of history, Emmy. So if you want to do it, you say, um, 
go into whatever the local businesses is and say we're having a fundraiser for the church um, and we're asking all the local businesses if they wish to contribute. End of story. And if they say, uh, no, we're not interested, God bless you. Not a problem. God bless you. And you go on. That's all. Very, very easy. And if they want to, then you say, God bless you, and let them contribute as and will they can. Some cannot contribute financially, but they can say, well, I'm an electrician. I can help you set up microphones and stuff. That's a fantastic thing. Um, If that's hard for you to do, Emmy, just say to your church, I'm not the person for this job. That's all. Uh, Don't do anything that you dread. Don't do it if you dread it. It's 100% legitimate. But don't do it if you dread it. Just say to your church, um, I'll do everything I can. I'll help in the baking. I'll, my children will help man booths or whatever it is. But I'm not the one to raise money. Be at peace. God bless all of you. And we'll speak with you tomorrow.